0: People are after something and they don't know what this elusive thing is, but it's about fulfillment. And and it turns out positivity can help us with that life satisfaction. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Organizational Behavior with Sipiwe Moyo. I'm your host, Spijo, as they call me in, in South Africa. So today I want to do something very different, right? I always have guests in the studio and then on the comments on, on YouTube and, and, and some of the comments that I see on other social platforms, people are like, oh my God, your guests are amazing. I'm tired. I'm tired of you guys saying my guests are amazing. I want you guys to say I I'm am amazing. So I'm flying solo today, and I thought I'll just try out this format where I have a conversation with you about a topic that I find very interesting. So, when I chat uh, on the podcast today about harnessing genuine positivity in life and in the workplace, what is genuine positivity? Why do you even have to have that qualifier that's called genuine positivity? and And for me, this is interesting. I think f- in the last few weeks, I've been invited on so many radio stations and TV programs where I was talking about toxic positivity and and it's interesting because now all of a sudden I'm known as this guy who talks about toxic positivity but that's not really what I'm I'm about I'm actually a very positive guy. I'm very very positive and I wanted to use this podcast entry therefore to distinguish between what I call genuine positivity and what in research is called surface positivity or at least toxic positivity. I'm not a negative person at all. On the contrary, I'm very positive. For goodness sake, I'm a motivational speaker. I go into many conferences and I speak about uh, positivity and I motivate people so I can never be that uh, negative. But I need to make sure that we understand the the difference between genuine and toxic positivity. Maybe to show you a difference, I want to tell you a little bit of a story. So, one day, my daughter who is 14 now comes back from school and I ask her, baby, how was school? She says school was fine. And I say to her, just fine. Surely the, surely, school could be amazing, brilliant. And then she says to me, but that school was not amazing and it was not brilliant. It was just fine. And it dawned on me when she said that that Really I was wrong. I mean denying or quashing what she was feeling and trying to spin it into this uh positivity that was wrong and I think that's positivity that's toxic positivity. And I want to just show you the difference between genuine genuine toxic positivity on this entry and let's just have a chat about it. And so happy new year. Welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. By the way in my home country South Africa we say Happy New Year or compliments of the season until April, <laughs> until April, as long as you have not seen someone for a very long time. If you see, if I see you for the first time in March, for the first time in a year in March, it's always gonna be Happy New Year. So let's delve into this. I mean, there are so many benefits of genuine positivity. I like research. Part of me is a speaker and a bit of a teacher, but I found. Uh, Some really interesting research, research and studies conducted by Lubomsky, King and Dina in 2005 and some other researchers have found interesting benefits of this idea of positivity. So enhanced well-being. It turns out that if you lean towards positivity in life, it's linked to higher level of life satisfaction. So life satisfaction is an organizational behavior outcome that we study a lot. But what it just means, it means you are satisfied with your life. Have you ever seen people who no matter how much success they they get, they just never get that feeling of satisfaction. Life satisfaction is something we study and it turns out that positivity can lead to that life satisfaction. It enhances your happiness levels as well. And happiness, not just a hedonic happiness level, but genuine, authentic happiness. So positive, positive uh, positivity can lead to increased happiness, it can increase your life satisfaction and it can increase your overall well-being. So it's a good thing. Uh, for someone to to be positive. So positive positive emotions can therefore lead to that greater sense of fulfillment and contentment in life. Have you ever seen someone, no matter how successful they are, they just never get content? And now they go to clubs and pop bottles uh, and and trying to fill this void. Look, if you want to pop bottles, uh, be my guest. But there are some people you can tell that there's a void that they're trying to fill. They buy champagne and they still spill that champagne, spill the entire champagne. They're like, why did you buy this thing and then spill it? People are after something and they don't know what this elusive thing is, but it's about fulfillment. And, and it turns out positivity can help us with that life satisfaction. Secondly, it can improve our physical health. Research suggests that positive emotions can have an impact on physical health. Right, So it's beneficial to be positive. It increases our our resilience levels it can enhance resilience which as you know is the ability to bounce back after setbacks we even have uh, conversations now about bouncing forward which is that idea that you can do better after setbacks than you did before the setbacks which is that idea psychologists talk about post traumatic growth so it's there is an ability to just do better after setbacks than than you did before the setbacks so Positivity also helps us to increase this resilience. Uh, Positive individuals are often better equipped to cope with challenges because they have the ability to reframe, and that's where the magic is. It's the ability to reframe a particular situation, cognitively reframe it, and and move towards a better solution and a better conclusion. But it still does not mean I'm denying that I'm feeling discouragement. It doesn't mean I'm denying that I'm feeling fear, I just have the ability to acknowledge it, contain it and and then nudge myself to something better. So I find that interesting because I think that is really the difference between genuine and and um and toxic positivity and we'll chat about it as we as we go. Also, uh, positive people have stronger relationships. Isn't it nice to just hang out with somebody who's positive? You know, it plays a crucial role in building and maintaining strong relationships. Nobody wants to hang around with someone who's whining all the time. It can foster the feelings of warmth. When someone is positive, we feel that warmth, that giggly. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting carried away. But that positivity also helps us to feel that compassion, right? To feel empathy, and which leads to more fulfilling, supportive uh, co- connections. And by the way, uh, the researchers told us so many times about the power of positive relationships in our lives. We need people who are positive in our lives, and and that's why I have so many friends uh, who come here in the podcast who are my genuine friends. And you need deep uh, relationships, but they must be genuine. You know, they must be deep and genuine. Also, positivity gives, enhances creativity and problem solving. When you're feeling those positive emotions, they can broaden your perspective, right? They can enhance creative problem solving and the ability to just think outside of the box. So it's very good to to, to feel that positivity and can lead to more innovative and, and more effective solutions. Can also increase productivity and performance. This is one of the arguments that we make to leaders. When we talk about positivity in the workplace, many people think we're talking about this soft, soft, fluffy stuff. But interestingly, we can trace the impact of positivity on certain hard outcomes of organizational behavior. So productivity and performance are hard outcomes. They're not soft outcomes. Uh, so we can see the link between positivity and increase in, pro- in productivity and performance, which is, which is very, very important because that's what workplaces are all about. Workplaces are not about our singing Kumbaya, but they are about increasing productivity and performance. But interestingly, if you can sort out and make sure that there is positivity, it can lead to that higher level of motivation, higher level of engagement, higher level of job satisfaction, which then lead to, to overall performance. So there's no doubt that there's power in, in, in increased uh, positivity. Also, it it, ha- it enhances uh, mental and emotional well-being. Many people in 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 the world are really not emotional competent. They they are not aware. They are not even aware of what they feel. One day we're going to make a, a, an entry on the podcast about the idea of emotional contingent. And they don't understand that the things that they are consuming and they're taking on and catching on the emotions of others. But if you're hanging around positive, positive people, there is that emotional contingent factor and we understand that can help our emotional well-being. It can help reduce symptoms of depression, can help improve the symptoms of anxiety, promote better mental health. But that is genuine positivity. And we'll go and chat about those differences a little bit later. So people who have a more positive outlook in life uh, tend to have an increased self-esteem and, and, and have a great sense of purpose. Once you have a great sense of, why am I here? What am I doing here? Once you have that great sense of purpose, you also have increased mental and emotional well-being. So it's great. It's it's amazing. Uh, They also live longer. They have a longer lifespan. Studies have shown that individuals with a positive outlook in life tend to live longer. Uh, Those positive emotions can contribute to better health behaviors like exercising, eating healthy, and getting enough sleep, which can ultimately increase your longevity. It's the new year. Many of us are back at the gym, <laughs> which is really, really cool. The, the, the regular gym, people are frustrated because we are there and we're not going anywhere. It's January. We'll still be there. But we need to exercise. We need to get enough sleep. And and positivity actually helps with that. It improves our decision-making. It, it, it en- enhances um, social support and conflict resolution. When I'm feeling positive, when I get into conflict, I, I I get into conflict with the idea that I, I want to, to solve and um, can improve academic and work performance. It increase what we call in organizational behavior, the happiness contagion, because really, as I said, positivity is contagious. Uh, when we exhibit those positive emotions and behaviors, we positively influence other people around us. Um uh, one of the most interesting things that we can ever find is that when someone smiles at you, you tend to smile back. That's just how life works. And and sometimes you know when you approach life and people are grumpy and when you smile at them they have no other choice but to return the favor. So so we know that and we know it leads to better coping. So those are the benefits of positivity in life in general. I wanna chat quickly about some of the positive, the benefits of positivity in the workplace because we focus primarily on the workplace. So we know uh, that the same research by Lubomsky and others has identified several benefits of positivity in the workplace. So increased productivity, we know. Improved teamwork and collaboration. A positive work environment fosters this sense of camaraderie, uh, this sense of cooperation among team members, which is very, very important because when People do not cooperate, they are competing, particularly they are competing for leaders' attention and so on, and that is dysfunctional in a team. You cannot have people doing that. So positivity then enhances this communication, facilitate trust building, and it encourages uh, collaboration. So it's very, very important to think about that. It reduces stress and burnout in the workplace, improves employee satisfaction, it improves our retention. There's really no doubt that that when we are feeling negative in the workplace, that imp- increases our burnout ratio, which then improves in, or increases employee turnover. Uh, we have more turnover intentions when we're feeling burned out and we want to go. Unless obviously there are no jobs, we stick around, but in our hearts we've resigned, so it's not good. Uh, it also leads to better customer satisfaction and just uh, benefits of just well-being generally. So now that I've spoken about the benefits, I, I want to just chat to you quickly about what then is toxic positivity? I think for me, the, f- <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've watched the, what is that? What is that series? I think it's called The Office, the US version. I think uh, Michael Scott, which I think is is played by David Wallace, is this boss that is constantly positive in the workplace? Whatever you do, just smile, just smile. I think that's, uh, that's annoying and that is not genuine positivity. Uh, but the psychological, the psychological group define toxic positivity as the excessive and, and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy and optimistic state across all situations. So it results in denial. So when I'm denying the fact that you're feeling negative, uh, Minimization, minimizing what you're saying and not taking into account what you're genuinely feeling and also invalidation of that authentic human uh, emotional experience. So so that's what toxic positivity is about. So positivity is good, but anything in excess is not good for us. Um, It becomes toxic. So when you disallow somebody... To express their genuine feelings you are being toxic you are toxic <laughs> so what are the signs of toxic positivity uh, so when we're masking we're hiding our true feelings uh, when you are scared and you don't want to say i'm scared you have to skirt around the issue and fake some bravado i think that's toxic i think there's nothing wrong with saying i'm scared and when we're trying to have that situation that says, let's just get on with it, when we should be pausing and having a conversation in the workplace that we need to fix. If there's, a, and there's, a, there's an issue that we need to fix, but we just say, let's get on with it. I think that's dismissing. And I think that's minimizing what people could be feeling. And I think that's, that's quite toxic. Um, when you, you are minimizing other people's experience, when you are trying to give someone's perspective, um, but they are not listening. They say to you, "Yeah, but it could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse." But that's what I'm feeling now. We should never brush off things that are bothering us. You know, um, a quick maybe if if you imagine a, a quick table where we describe toxic positivity on the one hand, and we and we talk about genuine positivity, or what are some of the examples of how you need to validate when someone says something to you. So when you say to someone, don't think about it, just stay positive. What you should be saying, just say, describe what you're feeling. Tell me what you are feeling and let me see how we can work through it. So when you say, don't worry, just be happy, you are dismissing any invalidation. What you should be saying is, I see that you're really stressed. Is there anything I can do to fix this? So when you're saying positive vibes only, do you know those <laughs> You know those people are like, positive vibes only? I think that's fine, uh, but uh, when you say to someone, I'm here for you, good and bad, there are certain times where you have to sit with an emotion uh, so that you then gravitate towards solving it. But initially, you have to sit with a particular emotion. Uh, If you're going to love me when I'm on positive vibes only, then maybe you're not that genuine a friend. Um, Someone who says, if I can do it, so can you. No, that's not true. Everybody's story, everybody's ability everybody's limitations are quite different, are quite different, you know. Um, so yes, we must look for the silver lining, but we must be there for people while they're sitting with the emotions that they, they're sitting with. Um, so that's very, very important. And, and we use various ways to distinguish between, you know, that negative, uh, toxic positivity and the genuine one. And, and for me, as I'm leaning towards the close, I'm not going to make this episode long because I, I'm, I'm alone. I'm alone. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not sad. But one of the ways to understand cognitive behavioral therapy helps us to process negative emotions a little bit better because many of the CBD techniques like, like what we call the ABC model, for example, says when you are feeling a negative emotion, A stands for acknowledge it. Acknowledge that I'm scared. Acknowledge that I'm fearful. First, don't dismiss that negative emotion. Don't brush it off. Don't minimize it and don't invalidate it. But once you are there in that ABC model, then you then need to think about um, finding helpful solutions. Be on the lookout for helpful solutions. You don't sit with that emotion uh, forever. Right. Um, In fact, I'm talking about the ACT model. So acknowledge, choose helpful behaviors, then take action, A-C-T. Acknowledge, choose helpful behaviors, then take action. So choose helpful behaviors once we've acknowledged because you cannot sit with that thing forever and then take action towards a better solution. So I think that's better. So in the workplace though, as a leader, a few ideas on how you can cultivate a, a genuine positivity in the workplace. We can chat after, maybe if you want me to help you with this, but a few ideas. Firstly, lead by example. Um, When you show that vulnerability, that you are able to embrace negative emotions, that you are able to embrace that vulnerability, that you are able to tell your your team that I've made a mistake, that you're able to tell your team, I am scared. This budget or this particular target is making me scared. It doesn't mean you're going to sit with that feeling of, of fear, But at the moment, I'm scared. When you're doing that, you're giving permission to your your team members to also acknowledge uh, their negative emotions when they're feeling them, but then choose helpful behaviors and then eventually take action. But it's very important to, to demonstrate that it's okay to feel fearful, even though eventually we're going to make sure that we display positive attitude, displaying gratitude, and practicing kindness going forward but firstly lead by example in acknowledging them so foster an open communication encourage open and communicate uh, open and honest communication amongst your team members creating that safe space The the famous psychological safety for people to admit mistakes for people to ask questions to say when they don't know if you don't create that space you're going to be in trouble as a leader and 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 you must pause and recognize achievements don't be that type of leader when you only talk to people when they've made mistakes acknowledge when people have done well and make noise about it encourage collaboration provide opportunities for growth and and genuinely foster that positive environment where people can acknowledge what they feel but together we are working towards a solution. Remember, there are certain benefits to fostering and harnessing genuine positivity. It is very important to use methods like CPD therapy, to use mindfulness technique. You can use other ways to provide social support, but it's okay to sit with an emotion a little bit and then gravitate towards a positive emotion. So that's very important and I thought we'll have that short entry as we start the year, about what genuine positivity about. And if you need some help to foster this in the workplace, I'll be happy to have a chat with you. But thank you so much for listening to this particular episode of Organizational Behavior with Superior Moy. I Hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to click that subscribe button, follow us, and share this episode widely. Thank you. I'm out.